Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Tover podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We are explore the mysteries of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all this possible. What's up, guys? What's We're up, here. Man? We're live. We're present in the studio once again. Christmas is coming, gone. The little elves have dropped into your home with a big fat man with, you know, reindeer that fly. <laughs> and they landed on your house and gave all your children presents while they sleep and then ate your food. They ate your, they, he ate your cookies. And that's why he's so huge. And all of this makes sense to all of us for some reason. Because we've been told these tales since we were children. I feel like I can't hear myself very well. I need my audio tech on this. Here. Here we go. How's that? Is the gain bad on this? Don't do gain. Do it. <coughs> check, check. How's that? Check, check. A little lower. A little lower. That's good, though. Lower, 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 lower. All right. So we we accept these tales as facts, right? All of us believe in Santa, right? I do. If you don't, you don't get Santa presents. That's what my mommy used to say. My mommy also said that. But here's something. <laughs> my mom. Let's move on. <laughs> so here's something. <clears throat> we all believed that for probably a certain period of time. And from there, we have this nostalgic bliss of like what Christmas is all about. To a lot of people, they went to church their whole life, so it incorporates a lot of that. And normally you're Faith has some sort of tale to tell about this season. But here's some facts. I don't know about I don't know about the whole like winter solstice stuff or like Apparently Jesus was not born anywhere near Christmas. So isn't it like more towards March or April? Yeah, I think it was... I, I don't know, actually. I think I heard that on the History Channel. <laughs> That's my source. But we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about Jesus. Okay, what we're here to talk about is fungus. Okay? Here's what, <clears throat> here's what really blows my mind. Is that there are a lot of people who are coming to understand one of the true... One of the true tales about what Christmas is really all about, and that is the Amanita muscaria mushroom, which is probably one of the most <laughs> famous mushrooms in the world. If you have an iPhone, and I think an Android, that's the little mushroom emoji. It's the one that is red with white spots. It's got the white stem. It looks like Santa Claus. Mario mushroom. Anyways. So, apparently in Siberia, there were these shamans, 
I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you down a little, down a little road, into Story Lane. So prepare yourselves. In Siberia, there were these shamans who would regularly trip on Amanita muscaria mushrooms. These mushrooms often grow around carnivorous trees. Carnivorous trees are pine trees. So what they're suggesting is these Christmas trees that the shamans would dry the Amanita muscaria on, which probably represents the ornaments. And then below these carnivorous trees are the little presents you get, the actual Amanita muscaria that grows around them, which represents the presents. So they would pick these Amanita muscaria, feed them to reindeer, these caribou, which are reindeer. And one of the best ways to trip on these mushrooms is letting it pass through the body of someone else and drinking it. Particularly, they would allow reindeer to eat them because reindeer are completely addicted to them. And so they'll eat them up, piss, and they'll collect the piss. I think normally you eat them and then you piss and you drink your own piss too. So as long as it's passing through the body of someone, you are going to have a good trip. Apparently without doing this, it's nothing special. Okay. It's really not effective. So when they eat that, do they experience anything? Um, I was told that there is a psychoactive effect on the reindeer. But it's not pleasant? For the reindeer? It is pleasant for the reindeer. What about They're the, addicted. <clears throat> what about if the person who's eating it, because you said as long as it passes through something. For us, it's not that special. So well, if a person eats it and then drinks their own urine? It's good, apparently. Okay. That's, that's what the shamans would do up in Siberia. By so the way, the shamans- Siberia, the North Pole. Yikes. So, all these correlations, we're not stopping here. The reindeer help you fly. They lift you up and take you into the skies with the Amanita Muscaria, who's Santa. And they have these elves, right, doing work on you. One of the most common things that people say they see in DMT trips and in this realm is these elves that tell you pretty much how exactly how silly all of this is and you don't got to worry and it's this these gifts that they give you these little gifts hmm. and so at the time they would have obviously a lot of snow in Siberia and the the homes that they lived in would snow over. So these shaman would deliver the Amanita muscaria mushrooms to the homes of people through the chimneys of these homes. So in, you know, just almost every way you can go down. I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting. 
from the pine trees to the colors to the elves to the reindeer to the ornaments to the packages under the tree um I'm convinced, and I forever want to have a mushroom on top of my Christmas tree. Forever, I'm gonna hang Christmas. I'm gonna hang Christmas mushrooms instead of ornaments. Yeah, that's like, a good thing. I I respect all the other theories, and I've explored them my whole life. I like the nativity. I like all these other you know thoughts, but I think this one is really why we do what we do. Like, I'm sorry, I know I've been rambling, but last thing to say. All my life, I've always been like... No, this was good. I've always been like, okay, so there's Jesus, yeah, but why Santa? Okay, yeah, but there's St. Nicholas, but why the elves? And why the reindeer? And why... Okay, so I get St. Nicholas was a good guy, and on Christmas time, he went around and gave people things. I don't know if that's it... Because there's so much mythology. And then you go to Easter and you're like, there's a fucking rabbit. Why is there a rabbit for Christian holidays of Jesus' death? So Jesus' death, Jesus dies, then rabbit and eggs. The rabbit lays eggs with chocolate. So chocolate, eggs, and then rabbits. And then Jesus tortured and murdered for a long time. And then dead. Jesus, rabbits, death, eggs. Santa, elves. Resurrection. What are we doing? What is going on? Yeah. Like, why are people so convinced that they know what the fuck is happening? You believed for many years of your life that a man was coming down and giving you presents. Of course you were a child and you were fooled, but do you think you're so much more grown now? Do you think that the, ba- the powers that are at work are not ancient and clever yeah. to where they know you're, what you're doing and what you're going to do? And they can predict a lot of shit? It's kind of just like they're blindly following a tradition. I'm not saying Santa is ruining the world. No, I love Santa. I love it. I'm not saying that Santa is a part of corruption in any way. What I'm saying is it's so silly how we twist and turn ancient stories and make them our own and then totally lose sight of what it really means. And then we're here thousands of years later just... Assuming that we know what is going on in the world. Mm -hmm. We know what is going on in our world 10 minutes ago, max. We don't care about anything going on 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. We're in the future now. We're going forward. We're in our fast Teslas. Autopilot. (sighs) I'm caffeinated. (laughs) Me too. I'm zooted. I'm... Caffeinated off this strawberry acai refresher. Don't go into Starbucks saying, I know this is probably cringy, but like, just don't say acai. You're desecrating the Polynesian yeah, community. At least say acai. 
Like you know that when there's a when there's a C and then um, a vowel after that, the C is not ka, it's sa. Yeah. And it's I hope like you know that. A C or a double K, or a CK if it's a K sound. <clears throat> but I get it. I probably say everything wrong when I go in places. Yeah. Like we go into this Thai food place and I just feel like I'm they hate me there. Like they make Why? the best food in the world. Like if you if you live in Sacramento and you need Thai food, if you live anywhere and you need Thai food, cha Thai. Go. So good. So good. It's a simple place. You walk in, you're like, okay. But the food. Yes. So good. It's like an Anthony Bourdain style quality restaurant. Like it's you go in there and it it's like, okay, yeah, this is clearly family owned. I would say it's it qualifies as like a hole in the wall. Hole in the wall, family owned, but it's in like a really expensive seeming district, like a newer one. Yeah. <clears throat> it's next it was like to a little donut shop. Yeah. Cha Thai, ladies and gentlemen. Wonderful Anyways, food. I go Great in there curry. and I butcher everything that they have on that menu. I just say what I think it says, and he looks at me like he wants to put his fork through my eye. <laughs> they look nice. Yeah. What were we talking about earlier that we said we're going to save for the podcast? Um, Don't Look Up, that movie we oh, watched. yeah. I haven't seen the last, like, 30 minutes, I think, so don't spoil it for me, but I put it on thinking that he would enjoy it. I said, this is probably some Graham Hancock shit, and, um, what did you think? I am, like, still processing it, and I stayed up, watched the whole thing until, like, 1.30 in the morning, and, uh... Like didn't get distracted on my phone or anything, but it's hard not to like really go in deep without spoiling it. <clears throat> but it's like using this. It's an analogy for what's going on right now. I think in government, how it really like works. I don't know. I don't know if it's like showing how the government's using the COVID situation to profit off of. Or if it's like, it seems like it's also poking at Trump too, in a way. Like mm-hmm. the president and is like a female version of him. It's just ignorant. Totally ignorant. But in its own unique way, it somehow feels democratic too. Like the chief of staff to me. Here's a crazy movie. But I don't want to say too much because it, it. God, that movie had so many angles to it so many angles and like to me it was like I think to me it was like a middle finger to the government I could see that I kind of want to watch it again before I officially make that conclusion but Netflix being weirdos Netflix like take a side will ya are you guys pedophiles with this cutie shit are you guys like on our side like, people were like, oh, no. Like, remember Cuties? That's that movie? Nasty. Oh, no, watch it. It's nothing like you think. No. 
No, I'm not watching it. Disgusting. And I'm sure it's everything that I think. The commentary that I heard was it's everything that you think and more. There's just a few fucking weirdos. That's the world we live in. And then there's these shows like, what's the one with um, the Space Force one? Steve Carell. Isn't it called Space Force? Space Force. Space Force. What happened to Space Force, bro? It's still there. I think they've reported that there's been satellite attacks. Satellite (gasps) on satellite attacks in space. Laser beams. Literally from Russian and Chinese satellites. American satellites. Mm. An act of war. Sounds a little fishy to me. If that was on Earth, we would be at war at once. Um, These proxy wars for so long, dude. Yeah, space is going to be interesting. Cold War has not stopped. Back to what we were talking about, that show or the movie you watched, Mm -hmm. I have something to say. Right before I saw this, I had a conversation with my homie, Braggy. Shout out to Braggy. We talked about how Graham Hancock... Graham Hancock, Randall Carlson, many of these writers and astronomers and geographers and historians talk about cataclysms, you know? Mm -hmm. This movie that we watched is about cataclysms. Don't look up. It's about a meteor that's going to hit Earth. And the the reality of it is, is meteors do hit Earth, and some of them are pretty huge. And there have been some that have wiped out multiple, um, just in, just entire planets of species of animals, like you know the dinosaurs, like the animals in the Ice Age. I think they said upwards of like 95% of those animals in the Ice Age don't exist anymore because of these cataclysms. And the last one to happen was in like 1908, I think, in Siberia. It was lucky to hit Siberia. But this movie portrays exactly what would happen as far as how our government would handle it, I feel like. And it's just memeing how shitty our government is at handling things. And also, it shows, like, the billionaire guy in that movie. It shows how these maniacs have so much power on the government, or over the government. And they have these stupid ideas, and they're glorified for this for this like technology advancement advancing human evolution yeah and these weird nerds they're just so obsessed with success and pushing their goals and stuff and they're just these monsters that should have no business with access to government and this guy like is like a culmination of so many different billionaires from like he's kind of like a Bill Gatesy type guy like kind of weird and 
like Elon Musk a little bit. Yeah. I like Elon Musk, but kind of like that socially awkward, weird type of um, characteristic. Yeah. So, I was just the whole movie in awe of what they were doing. <clears throat> I'm still processing it. I kind of want to watch it again and see if that was what is actually going on. That movie tripped me the fuck out. It was trippy. It's like, damn. Netflix has no filter. I don't know what they're doing. Like I said, pick a side, Netflix. You're fucking with some, uh... You're fucking with some topics here. I'm still mad over that cutie shit. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, they're just like, oh, we're so sorry. Oh, my God, what did we do wrong? Oh, that was it. Yeah. And then they changed, like, the cover of it. But we're all still subscribed. <laughs> yeah. Like we're all that. still addicted. I still have a phone made by slaves, and I'm wearing shoes that were also made by slaves. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Avoid it? You can't. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and I'm going to give you some of my thoughts on that. Tell me. This might be grandiose, but if you're going to buy stuff like that, if you got to have an iPhone or a MacBook or Nikes, use it in some way to... Oh, that sounds so corny. But use it in some way to, like, combat the slavery thing. Like, if you have... If you make music, write your lyrics about that kind of stuff. Like, uh... Oppression, government oppression and stuff. Like how in China, those people are overworked. And like the Foxconn place that makes the Apple microchips, I think. Or they make the iPhones. They have the suicide nets on the buildings Mm -hmm. to prevent workers from jumping out because they're overworked so much. Yeah. They sleep at the work site under their desk, you know? Yeah. Invest in in something better than net. It's like... They've given up at this point. They're just like, throw up the fucking nets. Yeah. We are we can't... Listen. We could invest in our... We could invest in our programs that, you know, help these people with mental health, but that would cost a fortune. Mm-hmm. What are we, Starbucks? So, we'll produce. throw up some nets. We'll catch some of them, hopefully. Yeah. And then... You know, we'll work from there. Like, what company are you talking about? It's called Foxconn. It's what Apple... That's what makes the iPhone. Oh, my God. They make the Apple products. Is that that whole thing that, like... California made made at Foxconn. In a different country? Yeah. Some of the parts from the iPhone are made elsewhere, but... So, like, a while back, there was these... You know, there was a huge hype over... Not hype, but people were talking about particularly, like, iPhone workers killing themselves. Was this, like, five years ago, seven yeah. years ago type and then thing? Tim Cook is on, on TV going, we don't um, go to China for, you know, cheap labor. We go there for the skill because they're skilled skill. labor. The skill. Like, you little snake. The skill. Ooh. I'm just, like... They, they've trained society to glorify people like 
Tim Cook and Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. And he's just, they're maniacs. They're obsessed nerds. I'm going to say something, and it might be just annoying to some people, but here's the thing. America, you had a good fucking run. You had some good ideas, and I hope that the ideas are taken and applied right. Because you, I mean, it's fucked. What I thought we were living in as a child, growing up, hearing about all the stuff in public school that you're supposed to hear about, you believe, I believed, Mm -hmm. in America. Big time. And guess what? You fucked it up for a lot of people of all... Of all backgrounds. It doesn't matter if you're red or blue. And yourselves, too. It doesn't matter if you're red or blue at this point. Like, there's something that really has pissed off almost everybody in America to the point to where they are just fed up. And it doesn't matter if it's right now what's going on or what went on in 2008 with the housing market crash or went on 25 years of war in the Middle East. That's just in my lifetime. It doesn't matter about... You know, if you're mad about uh, <clears throat> just all the all the constant terrorism going on in the United States, mm-hmm. the whether you're for guns or against guns, um, you know, people are, you know, people are pissed, and then we're in a state at the you know at this point where people have given up. <clears throat> They're more centered on their group rather than America. And, like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and he was like, isn't it weird that I feel uneasy when I see somebody come in and they have, like, an American flag shirt on? And I'm like, that is weird, and I don't know if I disagree with you or not. Like... Because the one, it's just I know who you are when you're coming in with that. I know the type of person you are who goes out and buys a American flag shirt. Mm-hmm. You're printing that on you. This is who I am. Virtue signaling. <clears throat> it's just at this point, it's just as much like it's just as much a virtue signal as wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, it seems. And that might seem crazy to some, and I get that, but um, in this time right now, we don't need more American flags blasted on t-shirts. You know? Yeah. That's... What do we need? I mean, in... Just... Um... I mean, to say the least, the the whole American flag being just desecrated by being blasted on shirts and logos and shorts and stickers yeah. and <clears throat> fucking trucks and and being f- just literally desecrated as a flag. Isn't there? A whole it's cult? un. It's yeah. It's unconstitutional to be doing that. I don't know if that's the right term. 
But there is There's codes. like a American flag etiquette, I think, within the Constitution. I know that that sounds more right than what I said. <laughs> I think this is a better way. There we go. Probably. So, um, I have heard exactly what you just said, that within the Constitution there is guidelines, and the military does this. They treat the flag with the utmost respect. When someone dies, they have a whole ritual of what they do with the American flag, and they bury them with it, and then they present somebody like the wife or the family with an American flag. They fold it perfectly. They tuck it perfectly. They have the firing squad, and they if the flag touches the ground, it's burned. There's whole guidelines as to, you know, you heard them as a kid. Yeah. Um, you would drop an American flag, and people would be like, oh, you got to burn it. You can't, you know... I don't know if that's a real one, but um, I know that what is a real one is you're not supposed to be blasting it on all your merch and using America as your merchandise NFT, you know? Yeah. And um, that's not what a sacred flag is intended for. And, you know, there's nothing sacred in America anymore. Mm -hmm. We've lost sight of that. I think that... The uh, powers that be have found it every way possible to categorize American citizens into groups, into others and stuff. And, you know, we're trained to do that through sports in a weird way. Like, that, that sports, like, encourages tribalism, like Oakland versus San Francisco. Yeah. In Oakland versus, I don't know, Chiefs or whatever their rivals are. And it's kind of just seems harmless, but, you know, we love <clears throat> conflict. And society is easier to control when they're so divided. Because this group doesn't want to unify with that group because they disagree yeah. so... Um, passionately on the subject like uh, a Trump supporter and a Black Lives Matter supporter it's almost like you can and that funnel them into little sections yeah and those wedge issues are uh, encouraged so much by politicians and you see it you see like back during the riots all the democratic governors and senators and Mayors pretty much inciting riots hmm. by saying, You guys know what to do. Go out there and, you know, make your voices heard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, more than that. <clears throat> also, like planting, planting shit, planting people in crowds, mass protests. Pallets of bricks. Pallets of bricks. Like, no construction near these pallets of bricks. Like there's but what they are near is the protest that was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Conveniently. Like that guy at the January 6th insurrection. The Fed guy that was telling everyone to go into the Capitol. Multiple videos of him at different parts telling people we need to go in the Capitol. We need yeah. to raid or whatever. 
I mean, I for sure believe that in that sense, police were completely fed up with, with what was going on because mm-hmm. the disrespect that they were feeling from the community at that time was insane. Yeah. It was war. And they finally had a group on their side, these QAnoners, and they fucking allowed it to happen, a lot of them. And then there were some within the Capitol who were like, what is happening? And they actually killed some people. Really? Yeah, people oh, yeah, died. There's one there was a, saw a shot. Yeah, she yeah. died. There was a person who died. Yeah, the lady. Yeah. And then there was... Remember that video of... It looked like they were just zombies coming through this wooden cabinet, it looked like. Yeah. And then you just see gunfire. Bah, bah, bah! Yeah. I think that's what killed that lady. It was one shot. It was yeah, one shot? The <laughs> oh, my God. Service is standing there like that, and she's trying to get through the door. It's a wooden door of glass windows. And he's standing there like that, and then she's getting a little bit more in, and he shoots her once, and she falls back. Dead. See, that's... Wow. You know? That's, uh... That's what fucking happens when you raid a capital. Like, you sh- There was... But why were they let in? The police let... They removed the barriers. Did you see the video? And they were going... Of the... Come on. Go this way. Did you see the video of the security guard, though? The He was a police officer, actually. And he was in with the shaman. That dude with the bowl hat. Mm-hmm. And there was other people just funneling in there. And, and he was just like... Guys, he was like, can you seriously, like, this is, this is probably the most, like, sacred room we have. Do you understand that? And he was like, he was like, yeah, you guys have been desecrating it for years. And he's like, you are on, the shaman was on, like, the high podium. He's like, you are on, like, the, the most sacred place you could be right now. Can you please get down and like respect this? And he was like, nah, fuck it. You got it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm just sitting there just like, holy shit. Like either, you know, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of, that was, that seemed like the height of disinformation, mm-hmm. the height to where people were so misinformed to where they raided the fucking Capitol. And the people who were guarding the Capitol were misinformed and lied to and underfunded and demoted and shamed. And they just fucking let it happen. Because they thought just as much as the, the other people that this is the end. But damn, I don't know if we hit another black hole in space or something, but they cleaned that shit up quick. Yeah. There's people that are in (coughs) solitary confinement. Whomst. Whom? Whom? People that were arrested. Whomst. I don't know their names, but they're in (laughs) solitary confinement. There are people that have been denied their cancer treatment in there. (coughs) The, uh... Actually, the authorities got in trouble in one case because a guy literally was not getting his cancer meds. Damn. People are being denied medical treatment. Food, beaten. Crazy shit. Things you hear about in, like, Russia and China. Yeah. When they get, when they get jailed. 
You know what's a crazy show is that show, they had it on Netflix for a while, but it was The World's Toughest Prisons. Sorry. Have you seen The World's Toughest Prisons? Dude. There's one in Siberia, bro, where the dogs they have are a particular breed of dogs that get as big as fucking bears. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. And they look like these massive huskies with huge fur. But they get, they're bigger than, they're as tall as humans. Yeah. And they, when they stand up, they're as big as bears, bro. Like when a bear stands up. Jesus. And. Like werewolves. <laughs> yes, this is some breed that has been bred for thousands of years. It's like cherished. And they use these dogs in Siberian prisons. And bro, this particular episode goes into. They just talk to some of the inmates about what they've done. These Russian dudes in prison are insane, bro. Like, just alone, their tattoos that they're showing, they do all in the, in the prison themselves. Those things are like pirate tattoos. And they do tattoos and they just tell stories about what they've done on their arms. Oh, yeah. My friend had a book about what Russian tattoo meetings. Yeah. Like, if you had this tattoo, you were yes. you murdered somebody. Yes, it's yeah. crazy. I think Mexico has kind of the same thing with the tattoos. They they will just... Gangsters will just deck themselves out with tattoos that are just, like, um, either stories or family members or names and, like, just tons of that shit. It's... I think that shit is so cool, like... Me too. I love also the the great the Brit the British natives. They like if you watch that movie King Arthur we watched. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. And they have these. They got. They had these blue tattoos. They got this blue ink. And they talk about the druids in North Britain. They would tattoo themselves. And all of everyone would tattoo themselves and just be covered in these blue tattoos. And when the Romans went to fight them, these were the dudes who fought back to the point to where the Romans had to just build a wall and cut them off and not not proceed into northern Britain. But fuck, <laughs> I want to get lamps. the style that they used. Nobody does this tattoo style anymore. I would love to get something like something done that's kind of similar to this it's like a little bit it looks a little bit tribal but it's blue like you've seen it right Mm -hmm. it's blue and they have a lot of like symbols like it's just like a shitty sun you know it's almost like caveman art you know like a shitty sun with like a shitty fucking tree oh it's so cool it does look like caveman art but I love that art yeah, <clears throat> I would love something like that. Like I, I don't think I have much like British in me, but British. I have a British last name. Yeah, that's true. Layton, Sir Layton, of 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 House. What is your lineage? German and Irish mainly. Same. I think my grandpa was mainly German and Irish. He was mainly German, I think, and then. My grandma is, like, very much Irish and a little German. So good to be to a blender, mate. That's why when people would come in, they go, You guys brothers? You guys brothers? 
Yeah, we're both from County Cork. Yeah, we both have big old noses. We have lineage from <laughs> County Cork. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's how destiny aligns, is at somewhere, some point, the fucking O'Connors and the Fees, or the O'Kellys, I think they were O'Kellys. What if we were cousins? That would be insane. I would believe it. But from long ago. But we all, we both look very similar. People would talk about that a lot. Not right now, because I look like um, a homeless man. Yeah, long hair is cool. Yeah. We're going to ride it out. You should do it. You should keep going with it. (sighs) Here we are. George Harrison documentary made me want to grow my hair out. Georgie boy. Georgie boy. Georgie. He lived the life that I dream about. I know he did. I always say that George Harrison is Chris O'Connor's. It's an honor and a pleasure. If you want to know Chris O'Connor's, just watch this George Harrison documentary. That was really fascinating. They have very similar personalities, goals, life experiences. And um, everything that Chris wants to do, Georgie Boy did. Film, music, you know, all that shit. It's crazy to find, like, that role model all of a sudden. You're just like, whoa. It's like, wow, he did everything that I want to do. Yeah. That's why you got to, like, learn from the masters, the guys that did what you want to do. Not that I have any place to give advice right now, but I just find that to be the best guiding post and he was like getting into Buddhism when like that shit wasn't even popular at all yeah yeah it was pretty controversial that they all got into Hinduism and Buddhism when they had that guru the Maharishi yeah stuff that I want to do not to just be cool but I think there's some interesting stuff there not necessarily like no, I'm not really into the religion part of it, but I think there's so much universal truth within that religion and the yoga methods and their meditation methods that they have. They're really interesting. Meditation is something that everybody does and they don't even realize it. And when you find things that can help you meditate better, it's insane. So, like, for me... I've never been into any of this shit, but, like, I just won a bunch of crystals. Crystals that my friend mined out of the earth himself. And he gave them to me and told me, you are the second person in the world to ever touch these after millions of years of formation. I said, holy shit. So just that alone, I look into these crystals and I'm just, like, pondering millions of years of growth, looking at every little atom, trying to figure out what it means for you to pull something like that out of the earth. And then I have them stacked to these seashells that I've found in my travels. And those seashells have such ancient, like, just sacred geometry going on to where as you're looking at these things, you're just pondering, pondering ancient times. It's like there's things where the 
at one point the the dumb caveman just which I don't believe in but you know that figure looks at a certain type of rock and his mind expands and little neurons connect in his brain because he just thought oh my gosh this looks a lot like this yeah and then he goes I like that seashell that looks like the tree the tree that I saw when we chopped it down yeah and then he goes I'm gonna draw those and it looks like this abstract art on a cave but it's this just these patterns that people possibly love throughout time and help them meditate on greater things what's crazy about the cave art too is they didn't know this but there's this one cave where they went down there and it just looked like these squiggles and like looked looked kind of crazy but then they got <clears throat> so they had lantern light flashlights on it but when they went down there with just a torch and they had the flame light mm -hmm. they noticed that the the images were almost like those old Disney movies to where the flame would move and dance and you would see parts of the wall that you couldn't see a second ago. Mm -hmm. So as this flame is dancing, you're seeing a horse running across the wall. And with a flashlight, it looks like a bunch of just random lines. But with, oh. a, with the fire that they were using to draw it, it oh. looks like a dancing horse across the fucking wall. And it's running across the wall. And, like, they made movies. They were not stupid, bro. They had jewelry. They Amazed. made jewelry. Like, <laughs> Neanderthals, they have evidence of Neanderthals making jewelry. That's amazing. So this was a species that was developing right alongside of us, and we mated with them. People have Neanderthal <laughs> DNA in them. You might have Neanderthal DNA. I might. If we did okay. an Ancestry, there's people who have... A lot of people have Neanderthal DNA. And there's people with, like, 13%. Like, it's, it's not even... I'm not gonna... Don't quote me on that. But I took an anthropology class, and I'm pretty sure that's factual. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I remember them talking about how there is high percentage Neanderthal DNA still existing. It might be 1.3%. <clears throat> I'm going to do some research. Do some research, do some dialing, but... Some research and development. I'm just, uh, I'm going to throw numbers at you and hope that they stick. So, there you go. I feel like... Oh, this is a good song. This is yeah. classic. Some Tom and Topher OG, OG season one. Yeah. Season I'm glad one. we broke things up into seasons. Oh yeah, that was a great idea. Help me, it helps me compartmentalize each phase. Yes. Like in season three, we're this part in our life. Season four. Season three is one of the best seasons we're probably gonna have. <laughs> I love season three so far. Season three is so good. It's filled with filled with war, drama, adventure. Yes. Moving psychedelics, phases in life. 
anything about moving to Mexico? <clears throat> Man, my voice keeps breaking. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> oh, Bubba. I'm growing up. No, I don't want to die. Not that that's what happens all the time, and I know that it probably wouldn't. But there's people who would be happy to exploit a couple NFT artists. You know? Yeah, there's safe zones, but you're right, you never know. Kidnapping, bro. It's just, it's just something you gotta be scared of. While just you're trying there. to think of other places to live. I just don't, I'm trying Where's not a, to get kidnapped. Where's a place you can flee to if things go down? That's what I'm looking at. Mexico. <laughs> right? Yeah, you just so keep I've making been... your way south till you hit, uh, what is it, the place with all the crazy animals? South America? South America, but it's with all the crazy animals. The, the starts with a G, not Guadalupe. Guatemala? Guatemala, maybe. I think so. Where they found, that's where did, what's his face, the evolution was found there. Like, they went to this place and saw so many different species. Oh, oh, oh. The Galapagos Islands. Yes, dude, this guy knows shit. Galapagos Islands. Yeah. Galapagos Islands. That's where we need to go. And then discover ancient realms. And do ayahuasca and become shamans. Not on the Galapagos Islands. It looks too remote. Yeah. And bird but poops probably. Everywhere. No, we'll go. We'll make our way there, and stop along the way, become shamans, then make our way there. We we reach that destination on foot. Just keep heading south, no matter what. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I just want to find a, a good place <laughs> to live. I'm like, I'm like having a midlife crisis over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to find a place like that where you can do shaman-like things, but where it is also safe to live. People if are giving America up. America becomes no longer safe. Yeah, people are giving up. They're like, what the fuck's going on here? People who love this place are like, hey, it's not... I don't think it's going back. We're now in our third year of this. Mm. I don't think we're going back. Because they are now, we now have to take another booster. Not without a big fight. There's more boosters and more boosters on the way. Yes. And these companies are like, oh, no, no, no. You signed in for a lifetime deal. This wasn't just, yeah, this wasn't just a normal vaccine where you just take it and you're good. No. Mm -hmm. You signed a lifetime deal with us now. You take all of them. So now we're gonna take. We're gonna give you until we're breaded to the point to where to where we can do whatever we want. You will pay us, and these companies are getting breaded. By the way, don't take the Johnson and Johnson if you have. Sorry, you lose. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> you lost the game. Wrong ticket. The train has fucking left the building. You're gone. Sorry. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it because it's tragic. Why the fuck are all of these vaccines being just halted out of nowhere? 
if I if I decided to take that one, I would have had to probably take the other ones in order to keep my job with these OSHA mandates. Yeah. That one is disqualified. <laughs> you lose. So sorry, sorry to the people who have taken it, but, you know, this is what we are fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, now it was three. Now there's two to take. And it's also interesting that... <clears throat> Saw a video montage of CNN commercial breaks. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN's businessman of the year, CEO of Pfizer. It's like, okay, this is all in plain sight right now. If you don't see that, I don't know. You Did you see this weird ass dystopian, like, White House? Celebration. Oh, God, yeah. So notice who doesn't have the mask. The white people? The only two white people out of these, like, 20 people who are all... Dancing offbeat. Yeah. They're all in um, nurse outfits. Who knows if they're nurses? But they're in the White House dancing for Biden right now. This is so dystopian. The music sounds so clear. Okay, and then the only white people here are maskless. The two out of... Let's count them. Let's count how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen people, and two of them are white. All of them have masks on except for the two white ladies in front. Mind you, they're in front. And they're the lead singer. So the little the little hoo-ha you hear. Listen to her. This is Karen. The white, the two white ladies get the solos in front. Um, I don't know what world we're living in anymore, guys. Like, the the president is getting nurses to dance in front of us for Christmas. Yeah. While, you know, so many are losing their jobs right now because they haven't taken the vaccine. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So these people who were helping this whole time, putting their lives on the line, quote-unquote, which they were, um, literal quote, and then the people who decided, yeah, I have to work through this pandemic, so I'm an essential worker, I'm going to work. Now those people are being told, get vaxxed or get out. Mm -hmm. There's no thanks. Nothing. There's fuck you. Yeah. Get the fuck out if you're not vaxxed. What are you doing here? You passed the deadline. And by the way, if you got the Johnson & Johnson, you lose, bud. I'm sorry, but you lost. Get a different one. We don't like Johnson & Johnson anymore. They lost. We we kicked them off this train. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, get a new one. Is what they'll say to you. 
or else. I don't. I don't care. We don't have studies on if we can mix them. Just fucking do it. Right. We don't Word have studies it. on it. We don't know. This is just genetic therapy. Fucking mix them. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Just do your part. Just I don't. I don't trust the government. <clears throat> I don't like it, Chris. I don't like it either. <clears throat> Let's play. Let's play something else. This is a. Um, this is a pharmacist and a lady talking to her pharmacist. That's from the Moderna vaccine. Okay, Moderna. Is it the same for um, Pfizer and all of the others? No, the she's trying to get a pamphlet. Okay, so may I take this with me for? With information on the vaccine. Placebo safety studies on this. Yeah, because yeah, because the, yeah, the one because the one that we give, um, yeah, because the one the one that's given to patients doesn't contain that information. So that which one is are they giving if it's not so, this one? So no, no, that's the one that is the one we are giving. Oh, okay. But yeah, the the the, the package insert given to patients isn't the full information. So it's not the from the manufacturer that, themselves. Th- that is from the manufacturer, but it's truncated. That's okay. the full thing. So why is it intentionally blank if it's all the safety studies? It's a, they're inside. They're inside of it? So he's unraveling the safety information that she was given. It has to be completely unwrapped and unraveled, and it's completely blank. So they expect people to just... It's okay. I already know that it's intentionally like my last question is um, how is it informed consent when all of the safety studies, placebo safety studies are not listed from the manufacturer? That's that's a great question. I would talk I I would talk to I would talk to CVS about that because okay. um, so if if we don't know what we're injecting into ourselves He's trembling. Yeah. I don't how These pharmacists don't consent. know how to do their job. You're exactly right, okay. and you're exactly right. Yeah. You are correct. I should not be giving these vaccines at all. Okay. Oh, why are you giving them? Because I am. Because I am told to, and that's how. Because I am told to, and I am told. I understand. And and, I, and everything I have shown, including the patients that I have given it to, uh-huh. it is safe. It is safe and effective. Of what studies yeah. are you going by that states that it's safe and effective? He looks so uncomfortable. I know these are tough questions, but I have to ask. I know, and I and I'm sorry, but but you can't you can't I, answer. So I understand I, that. I, I unfortunately cannot answer that, okay. and I feel it, and right right now I'm I'm feeling totally inadequate as a oh as a pharmacist. <sighs> Yikes! He's I think have like a breakdown right there. So <clears throat> they're being told. To do something that a lot of them don't agree with. And, you know, if you want to fucking argue with that, there's a video for you. Of a CVS pharmacist, you know, Oh, he works at CVS, he doesn't know shit. Here's the thing. No matter what I show you, no matter what we see, I get it. There's something else to prove the opposite. You get your data together, I'll get my data together, and we'll have a fucking field day. But that's never going to solve shit. What will solve shit is understanding that for... I mean, as long as we can track, the U.S. government has been... It's my laptop. 
has been pushing for profit and a constant need for a supply of money going to these elite wealthy individuals who will constantly push for money going back to Afghanistan, Dick Cheney. These people are in power and they want things and they will get them. And the people in power right now have been formulating these vaccines and patenting these vaccines for decades. They've been putting in investments. They've been putting in a lot of, you know, money and manpower and all that bullshit in order to make sure these vaccines that they've invested in are used. If you invest in vaccines, you want them used. Yeah. You, you don't give a fuck about trials. You don't want money in 10 years when all these trials are done. I think you, it's because they invest in vaccines because pharmaceutical companies have proven that they can make continuous <clears throat> repeat customers on command. And that's how they get their money is you're now along for the ride. You are a repeat customer now. You need them. Uh Uh-oh. And and we have too many healthy people not using the pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. Not trusting them. Yeah. Just going, no. I don't... Nobody has ever needed you. And if I die of something, that's not... That doesn't mean that I failed in some way. Like, people all die. People have always died of, of sicknesses from, like, if just because you don't trust somebody as much as someone else thinks you should does not mean that you are in any way less, uh, you, you have any less rights to just anything than anybody else. You know, it's, people, um... People are demonizing others for not trusting people who you should never trust. Do you want to put your fucking money in the pharmaceutical companies? Is that somebody that you would gamble on as being somebody who's um, fighting corruption rather than contributing to it? Yeah. Like we've all talked about in the past with our friends when we were all liberal you know, when it was convenient. Oh, big pharma, big tech. Yeah, insulin. Oh, oh my God. Big government. Oh. And now people are, like, so many progressives are just signing up for it. Oh, big government. Yes. Yeah. Big tech. They're on our side. Yeah. Oh, the big pharma, they made the vaccine to save us. So do your part. I do think that if done right, there's probably upsides to taking the vaccine. It might keep you out of the hospital. But what there also is, is most likely major side effects that are unknown and won't be known for years to come. Mm-hmm. And people are already experiencing these. And for you to, to, to deny it or discredit, like one day you're saying that like we need to take COVID seriously because back... Back in the day, there was 1% of the population 
um, dying of COVID. Mm-hmm. I think that was during the height. And what then percent? It was a very low amount of I think the it was population. Like point, point 0.1% or something like that. It was Even so lower. Low. Um, facts. facts. But I don't know. I I have to look this up, but I know that like the the percentage of people who were having heart problems were like 3% of the people taking the vaccine at one point. Yeah. And that was like to that to the people who were taking the vaccine that was a non-worrisome issue you know people were getting extremely bad heart issues with this thing and the numbers just don't matter to people you'll just throw numbers around at each other all day and it's just it's exhausting you can hear it in my voice right now i'm exhausted talking about this bullshit i don't want to talk about it anymore i just want to work and go home and do my shit and, like, that's just not an option anymore. They're wanting... They're like, no. Like, to be... To play this game of life, you now have to pay a bit more. Like, I know you have to pay for the roads, taxes, all that. And then you have registration for your car if you want to use a car. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your water, sewage, trash. You have to pay for your... You know, anything you use, you got to pay for. But there's this thing now that's, like, living that we want you reliant on us for. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's not taking our product, they're preventing you and your family from being able to live at the fullest potential because of this disease and their selfishness. No, not playing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Don't don't like that. No, it's not what you're here for. You do not tell us what to do. And what's funny is they, they have made it so... If you stand up for the Constitution or have any of that speak at all, any of that kind of patriotic speak, yeah. you are now a redneck. Yeah. You're now a Trump oh, supporter. Yeah. Ooh, it's rough. Yeah. They've done, a, they've done a great job with the marketing, you know? Cause young, oh, you're for freedom? <laughs> young boys do grow up passionate about... Young boys, young girls... We all grow up passionate about certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think that more often than not, um, males te- tend to lean towards being passionate about their country mm-hmm. and protecting it. Because unfortunately, up until recently, we were the ones fighting for it. So when you're born and you have a dick, they tell you, you're up for the draft, buddy. Mm-hmm. So get ready. This could happen. And guess what? America makes its money off wars. So every generation is going to have one. Get ready, bud. Starting from World War I, we've been pushing on and on and on to invade and, you know, get into other countries for their shit. So something goes down. Before that, too. You are the defense. So that so excuse certain individuals who are just living out in the fucking swamps of Missouri and Louisiana for being a little goddamn patriotic. Mm-hmm. You know? It just seems to be something that's <clears throat> clearly what's going to happen when you force people to participate in violence. Their fucking dads 
their grandparents and their grandpa's grandpa all fought. And they were told you're fighting for this country and the people living here. So fucking excuse them for, you know, wearing an American flag t-shirt. Just excuse them. You don't have to participate. Yeah. Excuse them for it. Excuse each other for things. Like, excuse the liberal for his rainbow flag if you don't like it. Excuse the uh, conservative for his American flag if you don't like it. We're all going to be waving our flags. Showing what we support, what we don't support in this time. And social media plays a big part in that, but... Yeah. Imagine if social media and the news media, and this is kind of like pie-in-the-sky pie thinking, but why the hell not? Imagine if those two things didn't exist, but people still were signaling their tribe, like what you just outlined with the rainbow flags and the American flags, patriotic symbolism, all the liberal stuff. What if those people were able to just talk things out? Maybe have heated debates, maybe yell at each other, maybe fights have to be broken up sometimes, but what if uh, the media didn't fuel the flames, because that's exactly what CNN does, they say stuff, and, Fo and Fox News, all news media, all they do is just magnify the issues that divide us, and... I'm super high, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I can see it in your eyes this whole episode. You just pushing. It's like like my. It's thoughts. like you're pushing a bulldozer in your brain. Like it's like. <laughs> Here's what's going on. The sativa is making my mind race. It's racing right now, my and dear. I'm trying to put it into words. Guys, is this a sativa? You know I can't smoke sativa. Trying to sound all smart here. It's <laughs> happening. Sativa. Here's the deal. I've drank so much caffeine, and we're an hour and ten into this. <sighs> Guys, thanks for coming to our de-stressors. You know? Thank you. This is what it is. De-stressor. It's a repressor. It's an aggressor. This is something I wanted to say at the beginning of the podcast. So, did I interrupt you? I was saying really important shit this time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to say this at the beginning of the podcast, but according to my calculations and based on our anchor data, huh. yes. hmm. Hmm. we have an estimated audience size of. Come on, give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. numbers. Oh, we've grown up. Grown by two. We have an estimated audience size of ten. And we have okay. six unique listeners. Now, you might think that's small, but to me, that's six people that we would love to hear from. And you should hit us up on social media. Just say hi. Yes. If you're out there, tell we'll us shout you out. If you have hopes and dreams. If Let's you've talk. made it this far into the podcast, you're GOAT. You're the greatest of all time, bro. You're an original. And you're here for things that will probably last forever. And you're here at the beginning. So, bless your heart. Thank you for being here. Bless your heart. 
Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, QAnon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> soon to be Reddit, probably YouTube. Coming soon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let us know that on any of those if you're listening. Our you're website. We have a website. We're going to have a website. Website. This guy makes websites. <laughs> we'll have a website with our video content just in case, uh, you know, we get Building 7. Building 7. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. God. Chill, everyone. God. God. You get so, so stressful about everything. God. I'm just joking. Yelling all the time at us. Sorry. Just a couple of guys. We love you. God bless you, and angels watch over you.